I'm here with my friend Ashley, who I've known for a very long time, but you guys don't know her. So, Ashley, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, um, I'm Ashley, and um, <laughs> me and Desiree, or Desi, as I call her, have been friends since we were... 14 mm, or 15. I was say it's been a long we, time. we went to our first year of high school together and you know we reconnected later through mutual friends and it's been oh, on I'm, and popping ever since. I'm sorry, Ashley. Obviously, you know, parenthood is definitely <laughs> one of those things. So it took us a while to get started here. And obviously that's my son in the background making all the wonderful noise. He's two, by the way, so ignore him if so you can. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, let's dive in. So, you have a daughter, yes, a beautiful Asha. daughter, who is how old now? Asha is three. Three. Three going on 30. The wonderful threes, right? Yes. Um, okay, well, let's back it up a little bit. Uh, so, let's start with when did you find out you were first pregnant? I found out I was pregnant January of 2016. And... Um, big surprise, I had been with my current boyfriend at the time for two years or so, and we wasn't expecting that at all. <laughs> it was a big surprise. So, um, found that out, um, I let him know the same day, and, mm-hmm. um... Oh, you let him know? So, how did, how did he take the, re- like, his reaction? He was very, was um, he was surprised as well. He wasn't very, um... you can be honest (laughs) he wasn't very uh receptive to the idea of having another child because he has two other kids from a prior relationship and they at the time how old were they um they were i think three and seven i think Okay, so yeah, he's probably like, oh, I got this three-year-old who's driving me crazy, mm-hmm. so, okay. Yeah. Alright. So, yeah, the two ones already, and um, honestly, we weren't in the perfect situation financially mm-hmm. to bring another kid into it. Mm-hmm. So, would you say it was kind of like shock mode? or Very, like... very much shock, shock mode. We didn't... We just didn't know. I especially didn't know because I didn't have any kids at all. Mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted a child eventually, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. so it you just were at that moment. Twenty eight or twenty nine? I was twenty eight, about to be twenty nine. Okay, yes. okay. Mm-hmm. But you were just like, mm, wasn't yeah. expecting this, wasn't but expect- okay, let's let's, let's roll with, with it. it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So obviously, your initial feelings, you were shocked. Um, and then you told him right away. Who do you do you remember when you told your like your mom and your friends? I told her I told my mother about three or four days later and it was kinda like a we were having a a general conversation over the phone and I <clears throat> kinda mumbled it to her in between <laughs> in between um, conversation. Like, oh yeah, by the way. Like, I'm oh, yeah, I'm and she was like a Say that one more time. <laughs> She's at work. I'm at work. So, oh, you saw her at work. Yep. Couldn't get no reaction, no crazy reaction from me. But she was like, "Oh my god!" You know, at that point, you know, I'm 28, so it's not like I'm 16, right. and you know, I'm a grown woman. I'm paying my own bills. So at that point, it's I mean, like, well, what you gonna do? Right. Exactly. 
Um, okay, well, can you tell me, I guess, how your pregnancy went? Like, the whole first trimester, second trimester, third trimester. Mm -hmm. Like, a breakdown of each. Well, first trimester, um, when I first went into my first, like, uh, six-week pregnant mm -hmm. appointment or whatever, um, they told me you got I had... early. Oh, yeah, because I found out in four. I was like, why Why my friend ain't here like she normally is every month? They told me I couldn't come until I was, what, nine or ten weeks. They were like, oh, oh no, she's No, they told me six. They wow. took me in at six. Um, and they told me I had high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> they were going to give me a, a chance to, you know, bring it down. You know, at that point I was kind of stressing. So that probably could have been an issue have you always dealt with that or is that like something that the pregnancy kind of brought on i think the pregnancy kind of brought it on because at that point i knew i was stressed okay yeah so mm -hmm. um it just magnified it a little bit more mm -hmm. so they told me you know try to work on your stress levels and they'll send you back in two weeks another two weeks came and my blood pressure was still high so the doctor warned me, and she said, if you do not um, bring it down in the next mm -hmm. two weeks, I'm going to put you on blood pressure medicine. Oh, wow. And that was in my first two mm -hmm. months of pregnancy. So I was like, no, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> so I don't know what happened in between that time. I think my body started to set in mm -hmm. with the pregnancy. So I couldn't eat certain things at that point. I couldn't eat you know, the fried foods. I couldn't, I couldn't eat anything that I wanted to eat. So mm -hmm. I found one thing that I loved and it was peaches. So you and stuck I with had, that. <laughs> I ate peaches every single day, morning and night. And I lost five pounds, um, but my blood pressure got right. So that's when, you know, I went back to the doctor and she was like, I don't know what you did, but it worked. You <laughs> said, I eat my peaches. Yeah, I eat my fruit. And um, it was on from there. And second trimester, I was, I was good. I didn't gain any weight throughout my pregnancy, but yeah, my baby did. So I was good. Person. Yeah, I didn't gain any weight. I stayed at that, that. I ain't going to give y'all my weight, but <laughs> I stayed at that one little number, and it stayed there the entire time. So, wow. Yeah, it was, I, and, and through all of this, I was actually still stressed um, because of other reasons mm -hmm. um, that we can share later. Okay, okay. And, um, but overall, like, I was healthy. Mm -hmm. So, that was, that was that, the one thing. And that's thing. the number one. Yeah, I was healthy. My baby was healthy. Um, and then it came to my last trimester and I think my final month of pregnancy where we go every week uh -huh. and my blood pressure skyrocketed back up. Oh. I, it was like a, I don't know whether it was me being anxious cause I needed her to come on mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. what, but. Um, okay. So do you remember your last appointment with your doctor? I did. Um, my last appointment. I was, um, I went in knowing that my blood pressure was high mm -hmm. and she said, well, you're going to get induced and they had already set my date where I think, um, I went in on a Friday and I was going to get induced that following Wednesday. Okay. And, um, they said, you know, it's no, no need to really wait because at that point I was, 38 weeks, I was good to go. You know, it was only going to get worse if I waited until 40. Wow, okay. Mm -hmm. 
So um, she said that, and um, I was just like, okay. I started planning. What hospital um, was this, or was, what hospital was your doctor partner with? Southern Maryland. Southern Maryland. Okay, so you had planned to go to Southern Maryland to deliver. Yeah, after, you know, not wanting to. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to because, you know, you just, you know, as a first-time mother, you always have those Mm-hmm. preconceived notions of what hospital is best. You always right. and not and not really knowing. But then I had other people who were telling me, no, you know, they've done a lot of updates, you know, this is actually they have a really good um neonatal care. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. so you're you should be good with this hospital. So I let it go. Um and because I was considered quote unquote high risk, I just decided to stick with where my doctor was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the day so did you, so did everything go that in that direction? Like you had this plan, your doctor had this plan. Said, okay, you're gonna go on Friday, and we're gonna induce you this day. Blah blah blah. How did things actually go down? Um, actually, that Monday, I was running errands with a mutual friend of ours, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um, we had been out all day. I actually went to my last um specialist appointment. And they were like, okay, well, you're already set to be induced. You know, your your fluid is good. You only lost a little bit. Um, but actually, that morning I had woke up, and I felt like I had peed on myself. <laughs> but I didn't, you know, that was just something. Like, it wasn't a lot of liquid, so I was just like, oh, okay, you know, this is just mm-hmm. normal. I went out, ran errands, and I kept saying to our friend, hey, I feel like I'm peeing on myself, but it's only a little bit. Like, it's just, it's nothing. Like, I don't know if my water broke or what. I don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. And she kept saying, no. But wait, what does that feel like? Because, you know, when you go to the bathroom, you kind of, like, I don't want to say force yourself to go. But you're like, you know, like, okay, I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah, it's was just literally, thing? like, I had no control over it. It wasn't okay. like a peeing. Like, I, I was put, I was doing it myself. It mm-hmm. was like, all of a sudden, my, my panties were, were wet. <laughs> like and I was like, yeah. what is this? But it wasn't a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And then um, I just, we started to, like, kind of watch it. Mm-hmm. And after a while, I was like, okay, you know what? Day was over. I went home, and I called my mother, and I said, yeah, you know, I just keep peeing on myself. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> and she's like, no, actually, I think you need to go go see your doctor. Call your doctor. And I kept calling the doctor, and she would not, she didn't answer her phone like for some reason the the off it's just it, everything went wrong that day okay the office phone wasn't picking up so luckily I was I lived close to the hospital so I went around um I drove around to the um to the hospital where my doctor was located and they said that she was out for the day but they told me to go to the hospital they <laughs> said you're about to have this baby and I went and I just said, okay. I went in and I told them I'm just trying to, you know, um, you know, make sure everything is okay. You know, I'm set to be induced on but Wednesday. But at this point, you haven't had any contractions or no, anything? No, no contractions. I was just... fine. I was just, yeah. I was actually about to go take a nap. I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I got there and they took me, they put me in a wheelchair and oh, they put the, the little bracelet on me and said, oh, I said, well, what's this for? And she kept saying, well, it's just protocol. I said, I can walk. Mm-hmm. I can walk back. It's just, you know, certain things like, I'm okay. <laughs> and she was like, no, come on, let's I go. I can see you now. I'm like, lady, I'm okay. I'm okay. I don't need to be in a wheelchair. <laughs> I'm fine. I walked in here. I can walk back. And um, 
got back and they said, okay, Miss Pryor, you know, remind you they had seen me every week since mm-hmm. my last since my last month because of my high blood pressure. So they was like, okay, well, you're, you're, you know, you need to check to see if your water broke. And they did this little swab test. And said, I, I asked them, I said, well, what does this mean? You know, what, what, what happens? And they took the swab, put it in my vagina, and they said, well, once we put it in this little liquid, if it turns a certain color, mm-hmm. we'll know that your water broke. Huh. She says, it usually takes about five minutes. I said, okay. And as soon as she swabbed, <laughs> it turned the color. She said, oh, yeah, your water broke. And I said, so what does that mean? Yeah. Right. At that point, because in my head, I'm not having my baby until Wednesday, and it's Monday. So things definitely weren't going as planned. They weren't going as planned. Okay. She said, well, that means you're going to have this baby either tonight or tomorrow morning. And I just, I paused, and I was just like, you know, so that means I can't go home? And she said, no, that doesn't, you can't go home. That's a liability. We can't let you leave. I said, well, I'm getting, I'm already scheduled to be induced. I'm fine. You know, I'm not contracting or anything. Like, I'm good. And she said, no, you're going to have that baby. And and since you have been technically in labor since 8 o'clock this morning, we're going to give you some Pitocin to speed oh it up. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And that was all, all right. she wrote. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I guess, yes, because your water was breaking, obviously, it was losing fluid, so... They had to they induce. Had to keep me. Yeah, they had to keep you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, technically that wasn't even an induction. That was that was me just a gradual, right? A gradual labor, like yeah. something just, I didn't even know <laughs> was right. happening. Yeah, um, but I mean, it's good that you probably talked to your mom, and she's like, "Oh, you should probably go to the baby, hospital." Because <laughs> baby, I was about to go to sleep, and who knows what happened? Right, exactly. while I was home by myself. So, um, I think I probably text y'all. <laughs> And that group, that good old group chat, and say, y'all, I don't know what my words were, but I'm in labor or something. Um, and I had her the next morning, about I think two thirty-five in the morning. Okay, so when they, they gave you pitocin, and mm-hmm. did you get an epidural? I had, I got an epidural at about five centimeters. Okay, so when when you went to the hospital, you weren't dilated at all. Well, they said I was one. That's why I ain't feel it. <laughs> I said, this is a joke. <laughs> I was one when they checked me. So Okay, so you were one, and mm-hmm. then you got to five, and then that's when you were like, okay, epidural? Yeah. Or, okay. I had a little bit of issues, and because, um, you know, I have um, scoliosis, they, um, with that, they made it so that I have to have my epidural, my epidural in a certain, a mm-hmm. certain place in my back, mm-hmm. and, and you also, knew about this before, like yes. we told you this. Yes. Okay. So I had gotten all my paperwork with you know where they need to put it at, you know where my rods were, you know all that good stuff. I had all my information. All I had been carrying it around in my purse for the last thirty <laughs> days because I was like, it can happen any day, right? And, um. I went through, you know, I went through labor fine. Like, I didn't feel anything, but they also said the minute you feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. they told me do not wait because my blood pressure could go up even higher, and that would cause me to have a C-section because mm-hmm. they, they, they were not going to keep her in there if my blood pressure continued to, you know, act crazy. Go up. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I felt a little pinch, and I was like, okay, I don't like that feeling. Let me go ahead and get that, that nice little um, epidural. And 
It was smooth sailing from me. So, wow, so you had her on Tuesday. Yeah, I had her Tuesday morning, and um, at two-something in the morning, and it was, <sighs> I think I pushed for about, I think they said literally 11 minutes. Okay. It was just like, a, it was crazy. I think my birth plan was, um, of course, I didn't plan that. I planned to have a water birth. I wanted to have a water birth mm-hmm. um, because I wasn't sure if I could get an epidural because of my back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then when they said that I could, I was like, okay, well, maybe... You know, everything will go okay. And I think that in the end, it worked out the way it should because I was so scared of what could have happened. Mm-hmm. My blood pressure, me not getting an epidural. I was terrified of going natural. Um, and the fact that I, I, be- I didn't feel anything, really. I didn't feel anything. I didn't have, I didn't have to have a C-section. I didn't, I didn't have to push for a long time. Mm-hmm. It was just... It was just Everything happened the way it was supposed to happen because I was just, I was terrified that anything other than that right. was going to just kind of destroy my dream of having the perfect birth. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you, you got through it, everything. She was here. She was healthy. Yes. That's awesome. Um, okay, so do you remember your initial, I guess, feeling after she got here? Relief and shock. <laughs> Relief that I wasn't pregnant anymore. <laughs> the shock that I literally had to bring her home with me. Okay. okay. I had to. I, I couldn't leave her there. I couldn't. I. Uh, so was it? Was it like okay? You like you? You know that initial. I guess when you first see the baby, you're mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. okay. oh, you you are real. <laughs> You're right. a real person, a person that I'm going to have to feed, and I'm responsible for at this point. Like, this point on, you are, I'm responsible for you, and that was, um, I was just a little shocked. I was shocked. It's nothing, it's it's nothing that can prepare you for that mm-hmm. feeling, that mm-hmm. first time feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was not prepared. I just wasn't. I was, although I wasn't considered young, I wasn't a young mother, but... Right. I was a first-time mother, and that just, <laughs> that was an eye-opener. <laughs> You're like, oh, wait, so you got to come home with me? Yeah, you got to come home with me. And it's just like I, I went in, and they took me back after I was, you know, took me back into my room, and, you know, I tried to breastfeed. She wouldn't latch, and that was the point where I was like, okay, this ain't going to be easy. <laughs> yeah. um, I totally understand what she's saying when it's nothing that can prepare. Preparing for this because it can't. As many conversations as you have with other mothers, yeah. Um, as many conversations as I had with my own mother, mm-hmm. it's it's nothing that I could tell someone for them to understand it until that baby gets here and they're like, okay, this is what she was saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. And you're probably gonna have some a completely different experience than than right. what I had. Exactly. So it's still it's like you know you just gotta go through it yourself and and go with the punches. Um, well, yeah, well, I guess I know from that, that's one of the reasons why I want to do this is because I feel like, you know, you hear, you hear different stories, but then at the same time, so many different things happen. Like not everybody's story is the same or 
some people's stories are like similar they'll be like oh you went through this like oh i didn't know like you went through this too and like people don't really talk about it they don't you know it's like especially and you know spoken thing it's the unspoken thing or like you know you have to do research and then you'll find so So many people it's like oh someone else feels like this (laughs) exactly it's 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 an eye opener it truly is it is um so i know i well i was gonna ask you next like your biggest struggle um or, you know, I know, like, I want to, I call the first week hell week <laughs> just because I feel like mm-hmm. for most women, or at least for me, it was just like, oh, wait, what did I get myself into? Um, yeah. But I know you said you had tr- trouble with her latching. Was mm-hmm. that, like, the biggest issue? Or... No, it, it wasn't. Um, I eventually got that together later on that night because mm-hmm. I actually stayed up for a good Five hours after I had her and at least got her to latch one time. Okay, okay. So that was nothing. Um, I didn't really have the support um, when it came to her father um, mm-hmm. as I thought I should. Was, Even, he, was he there, like, at the... He was at the birth, but, okay. you know, it was um, he was very absent when it came to being in the hospital after the birth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, and even after my first week home... So, I was pretty much thrown thrown out there with no support the first day, off of the first day, you know, home. I, I, I had a little issue with, um, I guess some people get this little, these pains um, mm. when their uterus is contracting, you know, yes. going back to its normal size. Yeah. Um, mine was a little bit severe to the point where, I don't know what the hell it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, my first day home, I was having just like this little panic attack of like, okay, I need to go back to the hospital. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Her father wasn't there to hold her or keep her for me to go to the hospital. So that was another issue. Okay. I had to call one of my friends over. Um, shout out to Alex. Because <laughs> she came over that day and was hel- and helping you, me. Um, so... That was one issue, um, but just not really the, the support. I think it would have been a lot better had I had the support of mm-hmm. her father. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially because, yeah, that's a huge that's change. My, like, yeah. you go in, you're like, oh, it's just me. You come it's out. It's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I ain't, I'm, I'm sitting here watching her yeah. every little to, move because I don't know. You're yourself to good health and then you have and this I got new nurse, Yeah, and I have this baby. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's definitely... I think one of the biggest struggles because like I had, you know, clearly I have a husband and everything mm-hmm. and he's, he's amazing, but it's still like, it's still, I don't, it's I don't understand how people could do this by themselves. Like yeah. kudos to every single parent out there. Yeah. I don't just say mothers cause I know there's a lot of, you know, fathers out there that yeah. take care of their yeah. kids too, but that's a lot when you don't have the support. Um, how about now? After, do you feel like, um, and changed. since she's three now, it has, it is a lot better. Um, me and her father's relationship, our co-parenting relationship mm-hmm. is a lot better. Um, we get along, you know, we disagree on a lot of things, but, um, I've learned and I think because I, I have become a mother and I have grown, mm-hmm. um, and I have grown through a little, a, a, a couple things, mm-hmm. Um, as far as life is concerned, I've changed as a person. I kind of, um, I handle things differently. My communication is a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, even if his may not be, you know, mm-hmm. I kind I think he kind of feeds off of my energy. And so, you know, we kind of make it work a little bit. Um, 
So it's helped a lot. I dealt with a lot of um, postpartum anxiety Mm -hmm. the first, I say, year and a half of her life Mm -hmm. um, with Mm -hmm. letting her go with anyone, really. Yeah, Um, yeah. You know, I'm not very trusting of people. And sometimes I'm still not. Um, because it's, it, as you can see, you can go online and read all types of stories about people I mean, harming yeah. their babies she, or she's still three. She's exactly. Three. She's still three. <laughs> um, so that's another whole issue in its own, right. but, um, he is very, um, he's, he's gotten on board. He realized that she ain't going nowhere <laughs> <laughs> and that this is your child and you can either do it the easy way or the hard way. Amen to that. I mean, he can't. You can't fight with mama bear. No, nope, so. you sure can. Not this mama bear. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess my last, or I mean, it's a big question, but how do you feel? I mean, it's been three years, you know, you're a mother, you'll always be a mother. How do you feel motherhood has changed you? It's calmed me down a whole lot. Really? It's calmed <laughs> me down. I know you can laugh, Desi, because sometimes I go off the record. But it has. <laughs> I was a I was a true firecracker before she came along. Now, I truly think about that my actions before before I act on them. Mm-hmm. Truly, um, I always say I can't be taken away from this little girl no time <laughs> soon. So I gotta be here for her. I gotta be able to raise her. Ain't mm-hmm. nobody gonna raise her like I'm gonna raise her. So. At the end of the day, I'm I truly have calmed down with my reactions, my temper, my communication, my patience has even gotten a little better. Um, she's in her threes, so you know that's tested every day. But <laughs> oh um, yeah, but my patience has gotten a little bit better with other people mm-hmm. and um, with her on most occasions. Um, but I think those are the biggest things, like just. Realizing that everything is not going to really be perfect. Like, yes. it, it's, it's going to be a lot of hiccups in the situation. But I know that I'm doing the best I can with the situation given to me. And I'm You're just going to keep Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And I'm just going to keep it moving. She's beautiful. Mm, thank She's you. awesome. I know terrible threes are just. What were they saying? Right. They started, no, it started terrible then... ones. <laughs> terrible ones. You're right. And You're then right terrible twos that. was like, all right, this is the peak. Mm-hmm. And terrible threes, I think, because she has been able to communicate better. She's talking, of course, and yeah. she is. She's telling me what she likes and what she don't like. She's having full blown conversations with me. So, oh see, I'm not ready for that. Like, then that's when it's my, like, all right, well, maybe it's coming down a little bit. Like you realizing that there are um, repercussions for your actions, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and then that's when it's like, all right, well, you you understanding. And I, I think it's going to end at three, I think. Well, my mom always said, my mom and a few other, like, you know, parents have said it's terrible twos, awful threes. And I thought terrible twos, like, that's it. You know, like, that's the climax be, and then you, know you come what? back down. And the reason why she said that is because they talking back now. Yeah. Asha's talking back to me and she is telling me no. And she's literally doing like tell like not doing what what I tell her to do uh-huh. and I'm just like I thought this was supposed to come in like the teenage years <laughs> but it's literally here full blown at three. Right. Yeah. So I think that's what your mother meant. Because yeah, I sure. I can totally understand. I'm just like whose child are you? For one. <laughs> 
I know, but I'm sure you look at her and you be like, I can see myself in yeah. you all the time. Yeah, yeah. She definitely, you know, her mannerisms and, you know, she's a she's a walking parrot. She's repeating they everything really at are. this point. Yeah, so, I, I have made a few mistakes. Yeah, where I'm big like, mistakes. Oh, yep. sh- I, I should have let a lot, of, a lot of cuss words <laughs> slip where I'm like, I can't even be mad at you, baby, because you know what? You got that from me, or right. you got that from your grandmother, or, you know, something yeah. crazy. So I definitely understand um, what your mother was saying about the awful threes, but I pray that it ends here. Because <laughs> at four, she, she'll be you fine. know better. You yeah. really know better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you me for, for having my me. First